Welcome to the Mahita Business Trends Podcast, where we take a closer look at the topics discussed by our expert interviewees in Mahita's Business Trends videos and find out what other insights they have to offer Mahita members. In the latest Business Trends video, we looked at changing buying preferences and the importance of the customer experience. Jim Hammond of Valley Industrial Trucks explains the increased customer expectations and how this could affect independent dealers. Customers are looking for cheaper, easier ways to buy products, less suppliers, things like that. So I think the distributor needs to embrace that and partner with manufacturers that are willing to support them in those efforts. And uh, I think we need to invest in technology and the items that are gonna help us succeed. I also think that the manufacturers and the customers need to understand that the independent dealer still provides value. Online and those types of buying practices are, are going to be here and continue to evolve, but I think the dealer still uh, adds a lot of value. They understand the problems, they understand the customer's operations, and how products fit best into those environments. But with real-time updates, fast delivery, and the ease of use offered by other distributors, dealers may need to invest in other solutions as well. Blaine Millett, who spoke at Mahita's annual convention, goes into detail about a different way to meet rising expectations, becoming customer-obsessed. Customer obsession is really a, a way of life. It's a mindset, it's the DNA of a company and the culture of a company. So it's really designed around how do we help companies completely, truly differentiate themselves amongst their competitors. And customer obsession, the way to think of it is it's you're obsessed about your customers. I mean, you're not just saying I like them or we enjoy working with them, but you are laser focused on your customer. And when you're laser focused on them, you know, a good example I use is if your customer was your favorite sports team, you'd be their biggest fan. So whatever it is that you can do to help them prove their life, that you give them an experience that just rocks their world, and everything you do builds trust so you keep promises you make to them. When you do that, companies come back and reward you with talking about you. Blaine goes on to explain that being customer obsessed is essentially how you think about and treat your customers. An obsessed one has a mindset that thinks about every day differently. How can I help my customer improve their business today? They, get, they look at it from the standpoint of everything that I would do with a customer, how does that make the customer feel? And that's a very, very key metric because it's not, did we get the delivery there on time? Did we end up ordering the, the right parts at the right? I mean, those are all things that every business has to do to succeed. But what these people do is they go, well, so when we did that today, how did the customer feel when we did that? And if the customer's not feeling, wow, they went, above and beyond. They always are thinking of ways to help us. They're looking for things that will improve my business. That's the difference between a mindset of a customer obsessed company and a regular company. And the reason that this mindset is so important right now? It's easy when you think about um, what happens in a recession. People cut back. You know, maybe today you're dealing with five different vendors, in a particular case, calling a vendor is a generic term. And now you don't quite have that luxury because the economy's cut back. So you're gonna say, we're gonna cut back to two, maybe three. What's the criteria to cut you back? If everybody looks the same, then it's a matter of price, availability, terms, some other economic decision. But otherwise, if you have become customer obsessed to them, where they go, 
they're a part of our team. I mean, they're the ones that really help us. We can't cut them. In fact, we're gonna give them more business because they do more to help us than anybody else does. So when you're prepared during the good times for when the bad times hit, you rise above everybody else without question. And that's where you end up becoming more dominant in the market. Shifting to become customer obsessed also builds customer trust and advocacy, growing your company's reputation and customer loyalty. But in terms of buying preferences, people buy from people they trust. That's number one. And the other thing that we found is there's no one on the planet, no one, that will ever advocate for you if they don't trust you. So if you want somebody out there to tell your story, to tell others about you, to really be in your camp, if, there's, if they haven't built trust through the model of customer obsession, um, you don't have a chance of, of winning that from them. So changing buyer, buying patterns is, if I can do more for my customer to improve their life, if I can build more trust with them where they trust me completely, and I'm actually out there giving them an experience that just blows them away, where they're going, wow, I love everybody I talk to over at this company, um, you're gonna modify that buying behavior pretty quick. And you know, one, one word that, that um, comes up a lot is anxiety. Every customer has anxiety. We have anxiety as a, as a customer. We don't quite know what's gonna happen next or we're anticipating something. If, if a company becomes customer obsessed, they're thinking so far ahead of this with the customer, they can almost literally eliminate customer anxiety. And when they do that, the customer loyalty and advocacy goes way up. You may now be wondering, how can you tell if your business is customer obsessed or if there is some room for improvement? Blaine offers some advice for that too. I run across this actually a fair amount where companies will say, well, you know, we, we really do pretty well with our customers. Our customers, they like, they, in fact, they love us, you know, in a lot of cases. The, the question would be is, okay, so if they do, then how are they out talking about you and your brand? Are they? And in most cases it's, well, maybe a little, or maybe if we ask them for a referral, they say something. What we're talking about is changing that mindset to, to where the customer is proactively out there as one of your biggest fans and can't wait to tell anybody else about you. You'll see it on social. I mean, over 70% of the conversation on social is experiential. So if you're not providing them with a massive experience that they love, nobody's gonna talk about you. And the one thing that we've found is that when you think about it in terms of the elements of trust and helping somebody and an experience, those are all things that everybody has 100% accuracy of information about. They can talk about it completely, freely, and share it with anybody they want. They can't say as much about products and services because they don't know that much, but they can talk with 100% accuracy about those other components. So how do you arm them so they can get out in the market and start sharing that with others? Examining responses to your social media is one of the many ways to see how your customers react to you. Another is by phoning them and asking them how they feel about the company. If they don't respond right away with, oh my gosh, these are the greatest people in the world to work with. I love everything we do with them. If they're not responding with that, they're not obsessed. As always, to help you keep up to date, address challenges and capitalize on opportunities, the material handling business trends are listed on mahita.org. While there, check out the new LMS, where you can find courses that could help you become customer obsessed. And don't forget to subscribe to Mahita's Business Trends Podcasts for more insights into the industry's biggest trends.